0: I'm Stu Whiffin and I'm Adam Richardson. And not only are we the editors of Pod Bible Magazine, we're also your hosts for the Pod Bible Podcast, the
1: podcast podcast where podcasters talk to podcasters about podcasts and podcasting.
0: It doesn't get more meta than that, right? Hello and welcome to a Pod Bible Podcast 007. <laughs> wow, I was not prepared
2: for that.
1: So slick. Uh, yes, Thanks, mate. Welcome along. Uh, we are very happy to be back for episode seven last week. Episode six, we had some wonderful guests. If you want to go back and check that out, if you haven't already, we had Jen and Mickey from Standard Issue, Dan from No Such Thing As A Fish, and Mark from WrestleMe.
0: Absolutely. Um, okay, so coming up today, we're going to just get straight on with it. And today's first guest is John Quilter from the Food Busker's cult food stories now you and me went and sat with uh we didn't sit with john did we we sat in the, the no. studios in the capital radio building yeah we went to global um who uh
1: very nicely arranged a number of chats with us but this one we did over the phone yeah it was the first
0: one that we'd done and they had all this kind of cool technology to uh, to ensure it all went smoothly so uh yeah you're about to hear the effects of that <laughs> please enjoy uh john quilter from the food busker's cult food stories enjoy it today we are joined by john quilter of the food buskers cult food stories good morning Hi boys how are you we're all good we're all good uh this is the first one we've ever done um over the telephone so this is uh, this is new for for adam and i yeah and uh, and it's sounding good um john could you be as kind as to tell us all about your podcast
3: yeah sure um Cult food stories is essentially about the food that we stand in queues for that, um, are, that get us to travel all the way in to go to somewhere we've never been. It's the sort of food that crashes Instagram accounts, basically. It's the food that we love, be that a beautiful, amazing cheeseburger or an incredible hundred day aged, dry aged uh, steak. It's all about the food that just makes us go a bit bonkers.
0: How did the the, the concept for it come about?
3: Well, my background is as a chef and a restaurateur, and I've opened many restaurants, and and I'm very passionate about food. And uh, I've got a YouTube channel called Food Busker where I travel around the world either cooking in different cities or getting down to the best bowl of ramen in a particular city. And um, I hooked up with Global to tell those sort of stories, really. So why
0: why a podcast? Well, I don't know about you guys, but
3: listening to a podcast is a completely unique way to, to be entertained, and it tends to be a lot more intimate. It tends to be a lot more detailed. It tends to really suck you in, and that was perfect for telling these sort of cult food stories because, you know, you really get immersed. And a lot of these stories, like, for example... To make a a Hakata-style tonkotsu ramen, it's an obsessive practice. It takes three to four days to make this incredible bowl of soup and noodles. And so a podcast is a really great way to communicate that level of obsession and Mm. commitment.
1: Fantastic. And how how did you uh, decide upon the format for for the podcast itself? Is it something that you had nailed... Down from, from the word go, or is it something that's still in development?
3: No, to to be honest, when we first looked at doing a podcast, we were gonna do we were gonna interview chefs, but trying to get chefs to open up is like trying to shuck oysters, you know? It's like <laughs> they just they just don't open up. And so we thought, well, rather than the chefs be the guest, why don't we get the food to be the guest? And so when we chose a cheeseburger or a ramen, then that particular dish that dictated the format that we came up with, and so uh, but, and, and and so we went on that journey with it. And it essentially was like going to the very best place to eat uh pizza. And so we went to Pizza Pilgrims in London because those guys went on a journey to Naples, the home of pizza. So then we next we went to Naples, and then after that, um, we bring it back to my studio and I recreate that dish. And so, really, it was about the the ultimate journey of learning the dish dictated the format that we chose.
0: So is that journey going to be something that, like we're seeing with so many podcasts now, that live shows?
3: Yeah, I think we'd love to do that. I I, I think so. I think that because podcasts are so immersive and they're such a rich uh, experience, it does make sense. And food, really, so much of it is enjoyed with other people. And so a live show, it just makes so much sense.
0: Fantastic. So... For a new listener, John, in regards to the podcast, is, is there an episode that you'd recommend to be a good starting point or just go to the beginning and work your way through? You, you know, Yeah, it...
3: I think I think the way to interact with it is that we've all got a certain dish that just makes us go a bit sort of cloudy-eyed and a little bit like, oh, you know, you don't listen to what anybody's telling you anymore. You're just remembering the last time you had that beautiful steak or something yeah. like that. So that's how I'd go about it. i go like, you know, look at the, the, the menu as it is and go, oh, that's the one for me and start there.
1: Brilliant. I'm getting hungry now.
3: <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> and what about plans moving forward, John? Is it, is it, have you got any, any big ideas or are you sort of taking it as it comes?
3: Uh, I think that we're going to look uh, to carry on investigating uh, cult foods, basically. So uh, I just did a recent one on my YouTube channel where I made cheese from celebrities' bacteria. <laughs> so we
4: got
3: so we got Professor Green's belly button.
4: Ooh. Uh
3: we got Suggie's nostril. We got Alex Jane from Blur's armpit. Uh we got Heston Blumenthal's uh, various different locations and we made different cheeses and I, I just think that it, that would make a great episode.
0: <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> wow. Thanks ever so much John. Really appreciate your time. Oh, pleasure. Thank you very much to John for that. Feeling hungry now, Stu? I am. I am. It's a great podcast as well, that. So uh, before we do anything else, let's head over to our friends at Acast for a quick update. Okay. It's
1: recommendation time.
0: Who have so, we got? Uh, we've got Hannah George um, from the Drunk Women Solving Crime. Uh, also, if you're uh, a big fan of that podcast, as you should be because it's a cracker, go back because we had uh, all the girls from Drunk Women Solving Crime in episode two talking about the podcast. We did. That's not what Hannah's doing today. She's here to recommend a podcast. So let's go and uh, see what she's saying. We're here with Hannah from Drunk
1: Women Solving Crime. And Hannah, would love you to recommend us a podcast.
4: Yes, I'd like to recommend the Past, Present, Future Funcast. Okay, Um, and that is a podcast which is kind of part improvised, part scripted. um, And the idea is that these these two guys and they found a telephone, a magical telephone, in a charity shop that lets them talk to themselves in the past, the present, and the future. So something will happen, and they'll be like, "Oh, let's check with past Tom to see what happened there, and with future Simon." And it's these two guys, Tom Mooring and Simon Panraka, and they're they're so funny, and it's such a sweet little show, and it's utterly ridiculous. It's got sort of Mighty Boosh kind of feel to it. It's it's just really funny, brilliantly put together. All the, you know, just sometimes when podcasts have just brilliant editing with the, the sound effects and all the songs because Simon does—he um, writes songs for Cartoon Network for like Clarence and stuff like that. So he writes all the music, and the music is just incredible. And you'll be humming it all day. It's quite annoying actually, but <laughs> it's genuinely super, super, super funny. I love
1: it. Amazing. How did you first find out about it?
4: Well, actually, the link is that. Tom Mooring, uh, designed the, uh, picture for our, um, poster for Drunk Women Solving Crime. Ah. Um, and he's, he's a friend of mine from, um, yeah, from way back when, and, when he said that he was doing a podcast, I thought this is definitely going to be good because he's so funny. Um, And it was, it was brilliant. He started, Tom and um, Simon started a podcast 10 years ago and then never sort of continued doing it. And I think they both regretted that a bit because, you know, if you'd been keeping it up for 10 years, it'd be really big by now. So they've gone back and they've started this again. Um, Yeah, and it's very funny.
1: (laughs) Brilliant. And uh, are they all standalone episodes or is it good to sort of go back and start from the beginning? No, they
4: can stand alone, I would say. Yeah, yeah, I think they stand alone. Different sort of weird characters and weird situations every single week. Uh, Different songs. um, Yeah, it's brilliant.
1: Cool. Sounds great. Thank you very much.
0: Coming up next with a recommendation, we've got Jade Adams. Jade Adams is a wonderful comedian and is also dominating the uh, the world of podcasting at the moment with the A Musical Podcast uh, with her friend Kiri, and it's just exploded onto the scene. She'll be back uh, on a future episode to talk about that podcast. She will. Um, we should say also that she was in the
1: first ever issue of Pod Bible Magazine she was a podcast prophet so that's a section of the magazine where we pick out somebody who's been an amazing guest mm. on numerous podcasts and we picked five of our favorite episodes so go and have a look at pod bible magazine for that hopefully we can add this to that list good point in the meantime
0: let's head over and see what jade's saying jade adams can you recommend me a podcast please
2: now, Stu Whiffin, I have a confession to make. Okay. Um, like a lot of people that are, as uh, you refer to on the Pod Bible, a podcast prophet. Is that what you called me? Was I a prophet? You no. was
0: a podcast prophet. Yeah. I
2: was a mm. podcast prophet, meaning that I've been on lots of episodes and you um, highlighted me as such. The problem you have when you do that is you're on so many podcasts that the only podcasts you really listen to are the ones you're on. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but saying that, there was one that caught me. i um was on this podcast myself, and before I went on it because it's not your average podcast, and before I was on it, I thought I should do a bit of research. but I went on to Brian Gittings and friends amazing Has anyone else recommended this? no. It's the oddest setup. I'll, t- I'll just tell you who it is, first of all. So, Brian Gittings is a character. I, I mean, David says it's a character, but I think it's basically what David would love to be if he didn't have middle-class politeness <laughs> or live in East Grinstead. <laughs> but basically, it's Brian Gittings, which is David Earl's character, who often appears on... A, a similar version of this. I mean, David, it sort of appears in all of David's stuff. You'll, you'll, you'll know David Earl from um, Afterlife. Derek. And Derek as well. He works a lot with Ricky Gervais. Um, he's hilarious. He doesn't give a shit. Uh, he wears a big pink wig and dungarees and glasses that make his eyes look too big. And it's him. I don't know which other person to tell you about first.
0: There's so many.
2: So... It's not just him on the podcast, though. He's got two other hosts. One of the other hosts is... I'll explain the first one. one—is a robot Mm -hmm. called Charles. And I've met Charles. Uh, It's basically someone in a costume with a big box on them and a giant shirt from (laughs) Big and Tall. And David's got like a flop of... He looks old, but he's got a flop of blonde hair. And a... uh, Not David, sorry. Not David, sorry. um, Charles, the, the robot. He's got a flop of blonde hair and a red eye and he is, has a really posh voice and it's basically just a robot, but he says like he's, he's controlled by their producer, Rupert Magende, which I'm sure he would hate me saying that, but uh, he, I can't, I can't really explain to you why he's so funny, but he says the most random shit. And also it takes him ages to reply because he's being controlled by another person on a computer. So that's one of the hosts. The other host is a guy called David Edwards. I'm not sure where he found him. Do you know?
0: I, I don't.
2: Obviously, David has found this guy. Uh, not da- yeah. Uh, David Earl Brian Gittings, has found David Edwards somewhere. Um, I'm. Uh, I think he's an actor. Uh, I don't know. I. I th- actually. Well, maybe he's not. Maybe he's not an actor. Basically, he's a,
0: he's a college lecturer.
2: Yes, he is.
0: Yeah, and he. Just dabbled, it does stand up yeah but
2: he's dabbled in stand up which is yeah. where I, I get confused because sometimes you think that maybe David Edwards isn't a, a re, it's not real yeah um, but it is real and Can he's anybody
0: played... say absolutely as well as him
2: yeah, I absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. He's very affirmative with uh, when he when he talks. So they'll ask him a question, and he's just super positive. He's like he's like a relentlessly positive guy, yeah. and to the point where he can be slightly naive. So the episode I was on, sex started coming up in the conversation, and David um, Edwards' reaction to sex made Brian laugh so much that he just kept on prodding, and that's what basically happens in the episode. Is that as soon as he feels like David Edwards is uncomfortable, Brian keeps going yeah. on him. Some people might call it bullying, but David Edwards doesn't. So yeah. um, <laughs> uh, uh, I, I think you can all like shove your um, sympathy up your ass for yeah. it. But it's, it's a fantastic... Ep- so what happens in the episode is they... Because Brian Gittins is a fantastic improviser, they all go... Anywhere you want to, and they'll choose somewhere that you go, and then through the magic of um, audio editing, they make it sound like you're um, like you're somewhere. So, like when it was when it was the episode that I was on, we went to the Moors, right? um, And then we ended up going to a pub, and you hear all of this, and they basically ask you questions, but then react to the surroundings that aren't there. Yeah, and the editing—I mean, the editing of it, as well as them being three great hosts, the editing of it is just. Really clever and really sublime. Um, let me just get a, an episode that I um I absolutely loved. Oh, they had Diane Morgan on, who's a great guest if you have her on anything, because mm. she um is nonplussed and apathetic about absolutely everything. That's her whole vibe. Um, and they took her to um well they went into um a derelict house to survive a zombie apocalypse, basically. But you've got. Brian Gittings, who, I mean, you've got uh, just basically a group of people that act like they don't give a shit about anything whilst an impending apocalypse is yeah. happening. But then you have the panic of David Edwards, who, uh, God <laughs> bless him, is trying to act. Uh, his act is uh, he's, he's acting, and um, and I think he basically dies pretty much every episode <laughs> as well. But it's if you haven't listened to it, it's not it, it's not edited in a way that other podcasts are, and it's not trying to be deep, and it's a real sort of silly fun uh, uh, romp around a around a situation that doesn't exist, and it's just super playful and, and improvised and and like a sketch basically it's like bringing comedy sketches into the podcast world because there's a lot of obviously interview based podcasts but this is one of the one of the most creative ones i've listened to wonderful thanks jade thanks
0: Thank you very much, Jade Adams. As I said beforehand, she will be back on a future episode telling you all about the A Musical podcast. But that's us done for today. So if you wish to find out some more about what we're up to, whether that be the magazine or live shows, then please go over to any of the social media platforms, really, and just put in at Pod Bible. Where else, Adam? We have a website. Uh, Mm -hmm.
1: podbiblemag.com you can go on there if you want to read back issues of the magazine get uh, physical copies Mm -hmm. delivered straight to your door or read our blog we've got loads of interesting articles on there as well
0: absolutely and once you finish subscribing to this podcast can you also let us know what you think at info at podbiblemag.com or even better you can leave us a review
2: on iTunes
1: right whilst over there subscribing leave us a review yeah leave us a review and uh, if you don't want to go on and on about how great this podcast is and how brilliant we are, maybe just tell us about one of your
0: favourite podcasts that we can check out. Absolutely. But do also bang on about how great this podcast is, please. Particularly me. (laughs) The Pod Bible Podcast is delighted to be brought to you by Deep Breath Adam. Go for
1: it. Audible! That was Audible, by the way. Thank you very much for listening. We will see you next week. Bye-bye.